Hey, Enifers, we have a sponsor this week. Today's episode is brought to you by... Reem, I'm sure you remember a few weeks ago when we had friend of the show, fan of the show, a real Enifer, Brian Arginello, do a special call-in fun-size episode. You mean when Golden Globe winner, Emmy loser, and Oscar-never-nominated British superstar Brian Arginello called into the show and we did a fun-size all about Top Gun? How could I forget? Well, guess what? Brian is moving to Brooklyn and taking your place on the podcast. And going forward, we'll be an ice cream-themed podcast called Brian and Ream. You and Ream. We all Ream for Brian and Ream. No, damn. What's wrong with you, dude? Buddy, you write these fucking ads. You made that up. You typed that sentence. I'm just reading it. As he talked on the show, he sells all sorts of stuff on eBay. Like TMNT toys, wrestling toys, Superman toys, Ghostbuster toys, and more toys. And you can go buy these toys from him right now. Just go to ebay.com slash us slash R-W-Z-G-C-W. Or ebay.com slash user slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Toys. Support the NFers that support us. Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we going to do? I don't know. Like, do we, get, do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're going to just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the Nostalgic Front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh, wow. That was, that was adequate. Yeah, that was, like, pretty good. Yeah. Are we just going to use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front Podcast. I'm Brandon Reem. And I'm Patrick Hasty. Hell yes, you are. Hell yes, I am. Hell yes, and hell yes, you are fantastic. Oh, man, thank you. You're welcome, buddy. How, uh, how's life? It's good, man. Good? Good. It's a weekend. It's a weekend. We're recording some pods. We're doing a bunch of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Stacking, stacking. stacking peas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's been fun. Like that prince? Or is it a king? Who had to sleep on a, on a the pea? Princess. Yeah. The princess. The princess and the pea. Yeah? Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, remember the princess and the pea? Yeah. What was, well, the without fuck, the, what was the fucking story there? I don't know. I remember, a, what a weird thing. Why I, do we know the reference? What's it? There's a pee under the bed. Yeah, but what was that? And it they to, have to put like fucked? 20 mattresses. Is it one of those things where like the farmer put glass in his daughter's butt so that you couldn't? No. It's not one of those things, It's right? a kid story. Yeah, I know, but Because I can remember being a kid hearing about it. you jerked off, the pee would break or whatever? It had nothing to do with jerking off. Maybe like the old German version of it. Yeah, like you the know, real? Yeah, the original like German version of old fairy tales are always fucked up like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are getting murdered. Yeah. Let's Be- see. Snuff. Let's see. I'm going to try to see what yeah, I can yeah. find. Story synopsis. The Princess and the Pea stories. Uh, princess Pia Scarlet wants to sleep on the top bunk. That's the only way she can see the fireflies. But her mm-hmm. sister, the darling Millicent... Refuses to switch bunks until Pia stops wetting the bed. So that, that can't be right. Oh, that's P-P-E-E. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. I Googled the princess and the P-E-E. Okay. Well, apparently, that's just, they're just trying to make a, like an everybody pees. Yeah, that, yeah, that's like right up your alley. It's like a pun. You the, love that shit. And then, and then she winds up being a serial killer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, or Sarah Silverman, <laughs> who yeah. will also pee in the bed. It's the it's fruit. 
Here we go. The Princess and the Pea. Uh, now, I'm reading the Wikipedia, so no pun again, even though this isn't what the episode's about. It's not related. Uh, the Princess and the Pea is a literary fairy tale by Hans Christian Andersen about a young woman whose royal identity is established by a test of her sensitivity. The tale was first published with three others by Andersen in an inexpensive booklet on May 8th, 1830. Why does the price of the book come into this? You know? Everything was inexpensive in yeah, 1830, yeah. man. It cost soup. a nickel. By an honestly pretty pricey book. Uh, <laughs> Anderson had heard the story as a child, and it was likely a source of folk material possibly originating from Sweden, as it's unknown in the Danish oral tradition. Neither The Princess of P nor Anderson's original other tales from 1835 were well-received well by critics. They disliked, they disliked his casual, chatty style and lack of morals. So that didn't tell us nothing. Um, I yeah. think, I don't know. You just didn't look right. Moral of the story, who gives a fuck? Just pause the podcast real quick. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick buzz. Oh, how about this? How about we, we ask call our Western how correspondents? How about we call our West Coast correspondents and find uh-huh. out if they know what it is? Uh, okay, I don't know. Now, the listeners. I thought we were saving that for <laughs> yeah. the subject of the show. Yeah, but. buddy, I did too. Uh, maybe we'll follow up. Okay, so we're going to call our West Coast correspondents right now and see if uh, we get an answer. Hold on. Um, Wait, did you say our West Coast core of spondents? Yeah, our West Coast core of spondents. Hello? Hey, Nasser? Yeah. Nasser Khan here, uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real enough. You know, you're live on the Nostalgia Front. Reem, say hi. Hey, Nasser. How's it going? Oh, hey. Hello, gentlemen. How's hey. everything? Good. We're calling you as our West Coast correspondent to ask you a quick question. Um, first off, how are you? Oh, doing great. Doing great, you know. Great to uh, hear. We miss you, buddy. We miss you. Are you driving? Oh, no, no, no. I just got the AC on. Oh, the air Oh, oh hell yeah. Over here. The air conditioning. Yeah. It's hotter. What, time, what time is it in Los Angeles right now? Uh, 7.48 p.m. Wow. You're not going to believe this. It's 10.48 p.m. here in New York. Yeah. Get the F out of here. That's crazy. We'll Get bleep the NF that. out of here. We'll, we'll bleep all those. Yeah, uh, all we are going to ask you now, Do you are you familiar with this thing called the Princess and the Pea? A little bit. It's about a mattress, right? There is. Yes, that's what we have. That. You got any fucking clue what it is or why we all know about it? They 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 tell us. Uh, they teach us it as uh, kids, right? Yeah, yeah. And, but like, uh, what are they teaching us? Well, they're teaching us that that. Uh, God damn, you you got me. Is Ka- is Ka- is uh, Kathy around? No, she's uh, she's slinging burgers right now. She's slinging burgers. Okay, yeah, okay. All right, well, you know, well, that's fine. Uh, maybe if uh, you could ask her and maybe get back to us at some point. Uh, now, let me, we're going to ask you this too. Also, uh, Reem, what was the other question we had for him? Yeah, what was the other question, Reem? Oh, what was your first job? Yeah, what was your first job? My first job was a paper boy for the Davis Enterprise in oh. Davis, California. Man, sounds yeah. like you were having your own enterprise. That's right. Were uh, you making good money? job. Uh, yeah, I was just like engage all the time, mm-hmm. you know, like Jordy LaForge. Yeah, yeah, I made a lot of money, and I would go uh, waste it all at the arcade. It was a lot of fun. God damn! Well, fantastic, Nazar. Thanks so much for answering the call. Uh, hey, thank you guys. Sorry it, if I was boring. Hey, you're fantastic. If in the next, I'll get. I'll tell you this. If in the next, uh, I'd say twenty five to thirty five minutes. Uh, now that's New York time. Uh, you happen to learn what the fuck the princess and the pea is? Please go ahead and uh, feel free to give us a call back, and we'll uh, we'll we'll sum it up. Uh, but other than that, we're gonna check out. Okay. All right. All right. See you, buddy. Burn out. See you guys. Goodbye. Hell yeah. Well, that was fun. I love having a West Coast course. Here's what we got. Okay. Wait. What did you find now? I found the fucking plot on the Wikipedia. Well, don't page. do that. What if Nasser calls us back and has it later? 
All right, I'll save it for the end of the we'll episode. save it for the end of the episode. That's what they call, uh, what is that? Uh, uh, if you don't show them the princess and the pea in the first act, unless you're going to let it shoot somebody in the third act. No, no, it's, <laughs> they do it in the news, right? A button? Uh, we'll call it a cliffhanger. A cliffhanger? Yeah. Yeah, which is weird. I watched that movie. Yeah, with, with uh, Stallone. Yeah, yeah. The ending was, they pretty much wrapped everything <laughs> wrapped up. it up pretty good. John yeah. Lithgow's in it. Yeah, uh, then he's not. What are we talking about today on the show? It can't be any of this, right? The last seven minutes is not canon. Well, right? we had a little bit of what it's about. I honestly, right now, for a hundred dollars, I couldn't tell you what the topic is. I remember now. Okay, I do remember. <laughs> I completely forgot for a second. Well, you know, we've been drinking caffeine and podcasting oh, yeah. for uh, six hours today. A lot of episodes. Uh, do you guys remember when? Remember when you guys listened to the episode uh, with Zach Chapaloni? We started then. We've recorded twenty-seven in a row today. <laughs> And here, okay, here we go. It's still, it's uh, July. Doing a, uh, you know, first jobs, man. First jobs. What are first, first jobs? jobs? We're just first talking jobs. entering the workforce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which I guess I'm glad we read the Wikipedia for the Princess of the Peak, because what the fuck are we going to do? We don't have a Wikipedia. What are we going to search for first jobs? Read the Wikipedia on jobs. <laughs> okay, hold on. I didn't, uh, I didn't pull this Steve up. Steve Jobs, That's Jose. what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Or, uh, or what, let's see. Uh, jobs with the movie starring Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say <laughs> Jobs with a movie starring a big fucking shark directed oh. by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> no, that's Jaws. <laughs> what I say? Jobs, the uh, revenge. Oh golly, hold on. Uh, oh, here we go. I found it. What do you got? Uh, job was a uh, person from the Bible who. Uh, <laughs> Look at the got- Wikipedia right now. That's what I was searching. Oh, man. Uh, job we do the, this too often. Job is the central figure of the book of Job. Well, that's fucking corn. Whoa, that guy's, I can see his rod. Yeah. Hey, if you guys go look at Job's uh, Wikipedia page, you can God, see his, like, kills his entire family. God shows you Job's rod. Yeah. God hate Job's. What do you think Job's first job was? God. Um. Okay. So we're talking about our first job. Job was a real jobber. What was your first uh, uh, career? Uh, your first occupation? Paper boy. Just like our friend Nasser. It wasn't real legit papers either. It was those crappy like... Rolling papers? Coo- yeah. <laughs> Coupon papers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We made 20 bucks a month, I think. That's, is that good or bad? I so, guess when you're a kid, it's all right. So basically, you got paid five bucks a day. Yeah. Because we only had to do it once, once a week. week. That's not yeah. bad. Well, did you go deliver them or where's the where you we have to We just dropped like- them on people's uh, front porch. Did you and, always and do it? No. Eventually, we just started dropping them in the creek. Yeah. <laughs> out back. That's which right. I guess is like a running theme yeah. for uh, boy. delivery boys that kind of quit. Yeah. Because they don't find out for a while. And we got away with it for a while. Yeah, yeah. Just getting rid of these fucking papers. To me, the idea of paper boy was like a, it's like camp. It's like a thing that yeah. they do in movies, but nobody in real life. I didn't know anybody that was ever a paper boy. They did it in the Des Moines. Yeah, sure. Johnny Goss was a paper boy. Rest in peace. Uh-huh. Uh, did you see that movie about him? Stranger Things? Ah, <laughs> uh, God. But no, we'd have to like roll them up. Yeah, and you put your pot inside of them, you smoke them. Yeah. Then you go down to the creek. <laughs> and my dad wanted me to save my money. Oh, no. For what my were, paper route. Were you, were, my 20 bucks a month. What were you blowing it on? X-Men. X-Men. Wouldn't it be great if it was on newspapers? <laughs> Almost bought a talk boy once. Oh, I got a talk boy for Christmas one year. Hey yeah. kids! The year it came out, we're home early. I uh, I got a so that was, I didn't know anybody that that's was a not really boy. a job, but it is a job. It is a job. 
yeah. don't know anybody that was one though in Glenwood. I'm I'm sure they had them when I now when I worked at the gas station, uh, the come and go in Boone. By that point, it wasn't paper boys no more. It was like a weird dude in a van that would show up in the middle of the night and they'd get like these big, like 64 ounce coffee cups and buy coffee. Yeah. And then they were just mean and they were in their pajamas. Yeah. And we could deliver at any time. Yeah. Just on like Wednesday was it. So it was like an after school gig. Yeah. Yeah. Where a lot of these other paper. You ride routes, your bike? No, we just walked it. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, were you with buddies? Yeah. Yeah. Duffy. Oh yeah. Duffy. Me and Duffy shared the route. Oh wow. Uh, so did you guys split the money or do you guys 20 bucks a piece? We actually took up two routes and then did them together. Hmm. I like that. That's good. So yeah, but it was only a couple months because it sucked. Yeah. yeah. That's like, that's I like, remember doing it during the winter and one day coming home and having to take a hot bath. Oh yeah. I think the first thing I ever got paid to do, well, this is not a technical job, but the first thing I ever got paid to do was, uh, my uncle Dwayne was like a big, uh, rodeo type guy. He's, he wasn't in the rodeo, but he loved to do rodeo. Oh, I was hoping and you they, were going to say he was a wrestler. Oh, that wouldn't be cool. He could have been Hoss, man. He was a big Dwayne guy. Dwayne the Rock. Uh, oh my God. What if that's my uncle? Uh, no, my uncle Dwayne was great. Uh, he, but he loved, uh, he had horses and he loved the whole rodeo thing. And so one day he paid me and his son was my cousin Dustin, who I grew up with, who we were very close with, but Dustin was out of town for something. And so he paid me, I think I got paid 30 bucks or 35 bucks for basically like five or six hours. Him and his buddies were roping and I would sit on top of the, where the calf, they were doing cattle roping. Mm-hmm. I'd sit on top of that little cage and I'd pull, when they said, yelled, I'd pull the chute and the calf would run out and then they'd chase the calf down on the horse and hog tie it or whatever, you know? Um, and they were just doing this to get like for fun kind of just to practice and get better at it. But they, they needed somebody to pull the chute. So basically, I got paid like 35 bucks to sit on top of this thing all day. That's and sweet. Maybe pull it three times an hour because a lot of it is just them That's getting the cabinet. Yeah. It was really fun. And I, and I wanted, that was back when I was the most into country music. I thought I wanted to be a cowboy so goddamn bad. Um, and this was like, my parents had nothing to do with horses. But this is, I mean, you, it took you 15 minutes to walk from their house to my house. And I'm like, they have horses and a, and a ranch and all this stuff. And like, well, we have is cows and pigs. You can't ride a cow, you know? Well, you can ride a cow. If you try hard enough. Yeah, man. You can. Yeah, I'd ride a fucking cow. I'd love to. Uh, but yeah, that was my first thing I ever got paid for that I remember. Well, I think uh, before that, my dad had a friend uh, that'd pay you 20 bucks to rake. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a good game. So like my dad would go there, hang out, and then drop us off in the front yard. And Did you rake. get an allowance? Uh, it, it, it was never consistent, but yeah. there were times I had an allowance and times that I didn't. Okay. So like, was, but yeah, by the time my dad was doing anything like that, it was more, I, I was old enough to work, so okay. I didn't really get an allowance, but sometimes I'd like try and like be like, Hey, what about an allowance? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But it was never that consistent. Yeah. Uh, I never got one, but every once in a while, I think there was a t- small period of time where my mom would say that I was getting an allowance for mm-hmm. dusting, uh, like cleaning around the house and stuff. Um, but I, I don't really to, remember it. I used to like dusting. That was like my thing. Oh, I don't. I have allergies. But when I was a kid, I guess it didn't really affect me so too much. You just spray the Windex and you wipe down yeah. stuff and you, yeah. I, like, I think it was just the fact you get to hold that gun. Yeah. Or the spray bottle. I liked it when I was a kid um, a little bit. I just hate it. I am. I was 100% a product of television. I don't like broccoli. I don't like vegetables. I don't like housework. You don't know? like Mondays. I don't like Mondays. You know, uh-huh. you get it. Yeah. Um, but I did, um, eventually though, when I got older, like when I was like 13, 14 and I've, no, I've said this on the show, but I, I was to the point where once my sister and brother were like out of the house, 
I was doing all of the house chores plus all the farm chores. So I was kind of doing a ton of shit and I wouldn't really get paid for it. But like the way I've always rationalized it and I'm one, I don't know how they felt about it. But when I turned 16, I got a car, um, which was the vehicle my dad had been driving for seven years. Yeah. Um, That's dope. Yeah. And so like, it's not like my parents bought me a car. It's that my dad was like, well, this fucker's old. I'm going to get a new car. And so I kind of always rationalized it as like, well, I didn't get allowance or paid all this stuff, but I do have a car now, you know? And then the day I turned, literally the day I turned 16, I started working at the Pizza Hut. Yeah. My first day, I put in my application a week before or whatever, a couple weeks before, and then they hired me. And my first night was the day I turned 16. Yeah. Hell yeah. And now, and then that was my first real job. See, I think, uh, did I have to wait till I turned 16 to, uh, I, yeah. Okay. So my first, I worked there a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was working for a place my mom was working at, which was a septic service company. Ooh, I am out. That sounds horrific. Yeah. You know what? That sounds shitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. And I worked in the fucking you know what I would warehouse. Say? I was if, like your a, mom, if your mom told me to work there, you know what I'd say? Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. And it I didn't like it. Oh no shit. Yeah. No, plenty of shit. Oh, I never really encountered shit. Yeah. But uh boy. Yeah, I didn't uh, it was like a real job. Yeah. And I was just hanging out in the office. I guess I'd do some stuff like before the pizza, I'd go, I hoed beans for a while, like a, a I can few remember, times. Yeah. I detasseled a bunch of times. I think I did like four shifts and quit. Yeah. I threw because hay Because I wanted lot. to go work at McDonald's. Yeah. And I can remember them like giving me shit yeah. about my decision to go work for. 100%. Well, that's what happened was I hated helping my dad on the farm. And I yeah. love my dad. I loved growing up on a farm. I hated fucking being out there farming. I hated the heat. It was my whole Saturday. Um, like, you know, once I got a job at Pizza Hut, I was working 40 hours a week as mm-hmm. a, a sophomore or junior in high school. What was the first? Uh, but it wasn't It wasn't 20 hours over every weekend. Did you ever save up and buy anything cool? Um, so I got the job at Pizza Hut and I was making five fifteen an hour, which was minimum wage in Iowa. Yeah. And the first, okay, so the first thing I bought that was nice was um, a lot of times it was to go on dates because I was always, I always had a girlfriend. Um, and I was buying a lot of band stuff. So yeah. I'd, I'd buy like, oh, we need a big... I bought an Ibanez bass. Well, I was like, we need to get... Saved up forever. I had to do like... I had to buy a bunch of uh, flyers. And back then, flyers, you couldn't just go to like FedEx and print them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you had to go you to a company. You had to go meet Eric Lindros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's Eric Lindros? Is he a... He was the right player? wing for the Philadelphia Flyers. Okay, that's what I thought. I see what you're saying. Okay. Uh, no, but you'd have to go to like a store and you'd show them your design and then they'd be like, all right, come back next week yeah. and you'll, we'll print them. And, uh, so I would pay for flyers and stuff. And then the first big thing I bought was I bought, I don't know which came first, but I either bought plane tickets to go see my brother after I went through a bad breakup or it was when I bought my BC rich battle axe guitar, uh, through musiciansfriend.com. Uh, oh yeah one of those two like musicians I, friend and east bay i bought it online the two yeah free magazines well this was they had the magazine but i went on the computer at school bought it but the way you had to buy it like it there wasn't like a secure debit card thing i had to call them and then they gave me an address and i mailed them a check and then they got the check and then they mailed me a fucking nice. battle axe guitar um that i loved uh we started pizza hut i did uh i i did mcdonald's mcdonald's that was my first like realish job we're just fast food nation you know yeah and And we were uh and we talked if listeners if you want to hear a lot about your shenanigans there that mcdonald's episode fun size early on. oh yeah 
You break on the goddamn law. Uh-huh. Well, uh, what well, we stole from the safe. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Statue of limitations. Allegedly. Fuck you, McDonald's. Allegedly. No, we can talk about it. We don't know what the statue of other... Just because you say statue of limitations doesn't oh. mean you asked a lawyer. Okay. You allegedly, uh-huh. for humor, this is a satire parody. Uh, yeah, yeah, satire parody. Somebody that worked there might have stolen from a safe, allegedly satire. Would, uh, I remember smoking weed. We smoked a lot of weed. Yeah, that's legal. You can uh-huh. say you smoked weed in there. It's not legal. No, not but no, they, yeah. can't, they can't back arrest you for weed. Showed though. up late a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. I to this day show up late. Stole a lot or took a lot of food. You, you Got a, away with it just fine. Are you a punctual person? Pun, yeah, I tell puns all the time. I walked right into that fucking sack of shit. Where? What am I at the uh, at the septic center? Because I feel like shit. Uh, no, but like, are you on time? When you like for work, are you on time? Have you always been that way? Maybe like the first week. Hmm. No, I. I'm, New York fucks you up. Because I don't know it's so if I'm on here, time. I I'm normally just like almost late. Yeah. All the time. Well, Blockbuster video really fucked me up because when I worked at Blockbuster, the rule was if you were 10 minutes or 15 minutes, no, if you were 10 minutes early or 10 minutes late, you were on time. So if I got there, at, if right. I started at 10 and I got there at 9, 10.50 or 10.10, I was fine. 2.20. And that fucked me all up because I would go to other jobs like that to the point where at, um when I worked at Wells Fargo in Des Moines, because uh, then I also worked like, uh, blockbuster, come and go. Yeah. Uh, I worked at all these jobs that are like counter jobs or a retail where nobody cares. But then when I started working at Blockbuster, which was like an or uh, at Wells Fargo, which was like in a nice office, and they like monitored everything. There was a time card on your computer, so you'd have to log into your computer, click a button, log into the time card, and then hit the button. And you had and if you weren't clocked in in the minute, in you know like if I was seven a.m. If mm-hmm. I didn't clock in at seven a.m., you were late, and that was built towards there are all these points built towards write-ups yeah and so we had deals with our rows when we all sat next to each other that's like hey if i'm not here just clock me in and you would at the end of the day you'd leave your passwords so uh-huh. my my password would be typed in to log in so you could just hit the computer hit enter Kenny. you'd log in and Kenny. then my password right there kenny logins would be on a on a post-it on my computer so the persons that sit around me log in and that's when you'd learn who was a fucking asshole because they wouldn't log you in and you'd you'd get there two minutes late and you're like I'm sorry they'd be like oh I'm sorry I I didn't realize you weren't here yet and I'm like fuck you man no, yeah. I've done this for you oof. oof and now in New York though nobody gives a shit if you're late or early because of the trains you know mm-hmm. it's all the same I uh, put in six months at McDonald's God damn they gave me a pen and like. Uh, oh, like a for your hat? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, I got a bunch of Wells Fargo pins still. I quit like the next day. You're like, I can't be getting bringing six metal. months at McDonald's. I can't be bringing metal into this relationship. Yeah, yeah. Well, I already bring metal enough. I remember bringing my boombox there. That was a good move at Pizza. Yeah. Oh boy, I remember the day. I, I I've never spoke about this aloud. I remember when I took the rusty needle tattoo parlor tape. So mm-hmm. we had been re- practicing in my garage. We were, we pressed record on a boombox, made a tape. I took it into work and pressed play, and I played it in the back, thinking like, "Well, we listen to Metallica back here all the time. We listen to fucking Corn and Three Eleven. They're gonna love this." And everybody was like, "What? This is your band?" And then a, a lady I worked with who was like probably ten years older than me, maybe five years older than me, but to me was like a grown up with a discerning taste. Yeah, she said, "Why don't you guys like uh, sing?" Like, why are you just, like, mumbling? Why don't you sing, like, and try to do different, like, rhythm and octaves? And I just was like, oh, You're my... Like, she just doesn't No, care. I was like, oh, my God, I thought we were. <laughs> I thought we were <laughs> doing octaves. 
Uh, goddamn. See, I, uh, after I quit McDonald's, mm-hmm. uh, then I, what happened? I took a really cool job. Uh, I think it was my coolest young job. Maybe uh, was uh, I was a vendor at uh, the minor league baseball. Oh, that's stadium. right. Yeah, the uh, Cubs Iowa stadium. Cubs. Zach Taylor. Yeah, and I'd show up and take a big ass thing of soda mm-hmm. and walk around the stadium. Did you ever fall or spill a whole tray at once? Uh-uh. That's all I would be afraid of. Uh-uh. I have a shaking disease though. You know this. I don't like, like if we were at a restaurant and I had to carry two 20, let's say 32 ounce cups of soda across the restaurant, that gives me more anxiety than doing stand up in front of a thousand people. Just because the idea of like how much I shake yeah. carrying two cups across a place where there's people that can see me. Oh, embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But uh, no, Sec Taylor was cool. I did that uh, the f- for one season and mm-hmm. uh, sold sodas, walked around. Plus, you get done at like after the sixth inning, so you can go hang out and watch the game. Did you ever get tips? Not very much, no. yeah. but you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't. Uh huh. That's crazy. And then uh, I think I uh, worked at Fazoli's. Whoa, breadsticks, uh, baby! Yeah, yeah, and uh, that. Have I told you about my the guy I met in uh, London who was from Australia? Uh-uh. Who we told him about Fazoli's and it blew his fucking mind because there's no, at the time at least, there was no fast food Italian. And he's like, oh, I don't know, I can't do an accent. He's like, oh, you, mean you could just get breadsticks and spaghetti and it takes two minutes. And I'd be like, yeah. And he's like, oh. And he loved the idea of it. Oh, my God. He loved it. Yeah. Uh, really sucked when you had to be the breadstick caddy kid oh you just walk around you have to walk around and be like hey you want some breadsticks that was one of those jobs you never wanted to see the people that you knew yeah come into your work yeah yeah either which you had that happened all the time when you're in high school because you're doing so many csr mm-hmm. type jobs and when you're working in a small town like me yeah i see i'm the other way i loved it it was so well, I loved fun. it at like Blockbuster well I thought it was fun when I worked at Pizza and my friends would come in because that was my time to shine I'd be like hey I'm gonna get you guys want a free pizza oh yeah that's what I would do is I would what I would do is is they I would always take my friends orders and then let's say they ordered a large pepperoni so what I would do is they I'd, ordered a large pepperoni <laughs> they order a large pepperoni it would come out and then two minutes later I'd be like oh somebody else brought, oh well here here's your pizza I don't know they must have made you two and then five minutes later, another large pepperoni would come out. And so it would be a bit where there's four people, and by the end of the meal, they have five, five or six large pepperoni pizzas. Hell yeah. And then somebody like Shanker Joey would just be like, uh, can we just have a big-ass box and you just throw them all in there? Uh, and then when I worked, um, and the weekends when I worked uh, um, for like football games, you know, the gl- the high school football game would get over and everybody would just come to the pizza hut. And so I would just go make deals with tables. I'd be like, hey, listen, I want to close. Uh, I'll give you your whole meal free if you just fucking leave right now. And they'd be like, okay. And so I just wouldn't ring anything up. Like, I wouldn't even put it in the computer. I'd just take orders, go make them, yeah. and then be done, you know? Oh, it was great. Hell yeah. Do you guys have a jukebox at the Fazoli's or at the McDonald's? No, Fazoli's. What would you listen to? Fazoli's played. Just a boot box? I, uh... Fazoli. Oh, they would play that one song. Like when the moon hits your yep, eye. Yep, that's exactly what they played. <laughs> over and, then, and over. Well, then in a couple other songs like that. Yeah. But it was pretty much just that over and over. And uh, yeah, Fazoli sucked. It, one of my best quitting stories though, yeah. is me and Duffy. Duffy. Uh, we just didn't show up yeah. one day. And then the manager called us and he's like, where are you guys at? Uh, and we were like, oh, can't 
can't make it in today. We got, uh, we, uh, turns out we got abducted by aliens. <laughs> Wait, that's what you said? Yeah. And he's oh like, no. God. Well, we, we thought it was hilarious. And we he's were, like, we were, uh, I don't think so. We were probably stoned hanging out at our friend's house playing N64 instead yeah. of going in. Oh my God. Yeah. We were abducted by aliens, man. Dave's not here, man. Yeah. And I think uh, after that, it was on to Blockbuster Video for yeah, about video. a year. Yeah. And uh, it's funny that you're like Blockbuster Video for about a year. I worked there for fucking seven years or something. Yeah. <laughs> I worked there for like a chunk of my 20s. This is all of my mi- uh, as a minor mm-hmm. uh, work history from Blockbuster Video to uh, Hooters. Oh, wow. That's fun. Yeah. I was a dishwasher at Hooters yeah? for like yeah. one of my oh first full time jobs when I was like seventeen and dropped out. God damn! Uh, when I worked at the uh, uh, at Pizza Hut, uh, one of the things I did love, I always loved to do, uh, was when you would do kind of like casual pranks, I guess, or stuff like that. Like we had a bit that we would do where everyone, because we always had to wear a hat. So we would have a thing where what you would like set it up and you'd be like, uh, "Hey, hey, Ben, come here." And then Ben would turn the corner, and as he turned the corner, somebody would be ready, and they'd grab his hat and then throw it, and somebody would be in the dish area and just hit it and knock it into a sink full of water because then their hat's soaked, and they're like, God damn it, and then they don't have a hat for a while, and they look uh-huh. stupid. And then the best prank was when I realized once you do that, you're like, ah, I'll, get, I'll air it out, and you'd put it up to dry, but then instead you put it in the fucking freezer. <laughs> And so when they go, they're like going to go home, they're like, where's my hat? I was like, oh, it's in the freezer. And so then they just have a brick of a Pizza Hut hat. <laughs> I loved, I loved any sort of prank like that at yeah. work. Oh my God. Cooking pizzas, work pe- food. Like somebody would make their own like work personal yeah. pan pizza. Oh man, I love. Pulling it out of the oven and making them one that's like all, all uh, olives. Yeah. And then you make it look like the way they made it. So when it comes out, they like, what the fuck? Half olives. Oh yeah, we used to sneak the uh, sardine into the pizza. Yeah, when I was working at Polly Eyes yeah, forever. Yeah. Oh, uh, another great trick. Oh, a really good trick. Uh, how did you guys drink your sodas? Did you put them in like a cup and put like a lid on it with your name on it? Uh, well, Polly Eyes are yeah, pretty much. Okay, you just get like your one soda, and then everybody. Well, what we would do is everybody have their pizza cu- hut cup. Yeah, and on it was like a plastic lid that would fit on it to go cup, and then like you'd write Patrick on there, and it was your straw, and you'd drink that all night. And the cups are red. You drink that all night. So what you would go do is you'd go find somebody's cup and then pour out their soda or their tea or whatever they're drinking and you fill it up to the same amount with pickle juice. <laughs> and somebody would, like, you would hear it all the time. You'd hear yeah. somebody, what the fuck? Oh, I got pickled. Oh my God, it was so good. And then one time we did it. We, we didn't, this was a mean prank. We didn't like this guy. Uh, and so we left his cup overnight, but we had dumped it out and filled it with beer. <laughs> so the next day when the manager came in, he's like going to dump cups and we dumps in this thing. He's like, that fucking beer? Uh, he ain't getting any trouble, but boy, good prank. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we could talk about this all fucking day, but uh, we have our NFers, and I think we got totally. a lot of that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a lot of lot of responses here now, on this one. Now, we didn't think this over very well, because we what we asked, uh, we're talking about first jobs. Uh, we'd love to know what yours was, right? But like, this is a question that you really kind of want some follow-up for. Oh, yeah. So Some we, of these are just like, well, I need to know yeah. more about this, especially the first one. But we won't. That came in. No, nope, this is going to be it. So John Paul Riviera said costumed character at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. What a what a, what a a role. Yeah. Which character? Mm-hmm. Is it weird uh, hugging kids for a living? Yeah. Or was it like, were you in the band? 
the yeah. one guy in the band. They can't get a machine that'll play the tambourine just right, so you got to do that. Uh, Toby Nelson said, 15-year-old at anime store. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, you know, every anime store has to have their 15-year-old. I, I got it, yeah. It's like, that's the one they're filling out. Uh, Nate Balding said, uh, technically dishwasher, but I got fired from that pretty quickly. First job I held that actually paid enough to live on was kayak manufacturing. Whoa, what a career. Hey, man, whatever floats your boat. Damn, that's good. Uh-huh. Uh, Jay Risk said that he, uh, I was a beach garbage man for the, country, for the county at 14 with working papers in New Jersey. Oh, so he probably, because he's not legally able to work probably, so he had a mm-hmm. working paper. Well, I, he said, I stood on a trailer hitch platform while holding onto a truck gate and flipped cans or manually walked the beach and picked up the garbage with gloves and a bucket, walking a mile and a half each way. Uh, that's not a job. That's called community service, yeah, buddy. brother. Yeah, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, uh, yeah I accidentally uh, stole 25 grand from a <laughs> right? gas station. Uh, Tom Hathaway said, uh, day camp counselor. There you go. AKA getting punched in the balls by children <laughs> for a summer. That's great. I bet he's that's East Coast bullshit. Uh-huh. Uh, Holly Shank said, "AC Moore, register and stock personnel. What's an AC Moore? Is that like a? Th- I'm uh, guessing it's a uh, regionalized gas. Uh, feels like a gas station, station or a hardware restaurant. store, maybe. Uh, Gretchen Olson says, "Video store. Remember those? Big fun wiping down all the VHS cases. All what kind? Oh, wiping down? What kind of what kind of video store you? Yeah, no at? kidding. Uh, Is it uh, the section behind the saloon doors? Yeah, all the employees had a different movie that they felt was so stupid they'd refuse to rent it out. Oh, I get that. Yeah, and my boss let his teenage employees drink after closing. Wow, that's weird. Uh, Joseph Annalyn commented uh, that he worked the same, uh, and he was seventeen, but had an adult section. Uh, he could rent them to embarrass dads, but couldn't put the I just preferred working at Blockbuster because they didn't have an adult section. Yeah. They just had mm. random softcore yeah. uh, porn sprinkled like hor- throughout the drama yeah, section. Yeah, horny dramas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they have the old guy getting... Or horny horror movies, all these weird vampire movies yeah. that are just sex. Yeah. I've talked about that. When I worked at Blockbuster and I looked up my dad's account and was like, oh, okay, we don't need to look this up no Oh, more. shit. Here we go. We got uh, real NFR Brian Arginello. Arginello. He said he worked as a stock guy, maintenance bitch at a local pharmacy. I'd much rather talk about my second job, which was a cart guy at a super Kmart. Oh, that's cool. When Kmart was losing its ass <laughs> for like 20 years. Yeah, right? nobody gave it. Yeah, this is it. This, this story could have taken place in 1988 through 2009. Yeah. Nobody gave a damn about what we did. And we would regularly leave company property to get coffee and that's, just chill. I love being able to leave. Oh uh, my god, me too. And on the clock, and then come well, back. A cool sneak thing. In. A, a cool thing about my job now is a lot of times they're like, "Hey, you need to go do this." So the other day, I like run errands. So the other day, I got paid. Uh, I mean, I got paid my my wage to get in an Uber that's paid for. Go up to like 50th Street, just hanging out in a car yeah. in New York City. Buy a like a fucking bottle of wine that costs eighty dollars, and then they look at me in a t-shirt and a dumb hat and be like, "Well, fuck, you got a bot." When I walked into the store, they like cased me because they're like, "Who the fuck's this guy?" Uh, and it's all I love it. I love to, it. Get a free coffee. You get a lot of that as a electrical apprentice. Mm, yeah. Uh, when you're starting out, uh, especially in Iowa, yeah, uh, where it's called windshield time, basically, where like, yeah. hey. We need you to go to the supply house and pick this up or, you know, just doing random shit. And I loved that, especially uh, just starting out. 
Do you, now is it true that in that podcast you used to do, uh, the one that's called Reem Do Not Grant You the Rank of Jedi Master Apprentice? Uh-huh. You didn't get your apprentice? That's right. That is correct. That was a thousand Huge years ago. Oh boy. Anyways, uh Courtney Arginello, oh, boy, she checked in, in too. And she said, uh, my parents landscaping business. Oh nice. And then my first non-family job was in college working at a dining hall. A lot of people did that. Uh, my friend Emily did that. Uh, St- so Stacy, my wife, in college, got an internship for the summer at a landscaping art firm, right? Mm-hmm. And she literally planted flowers. She got like completely sunburned. She'd come home every night. Uh, her fingers would be like brown from like literally planting flowers all day. And so I literally... But her thumbs were green. Exactly. But I literally, because of that, I thought that's what her career was going to be. So I didn't know until after she graduated that landscape architecture wasn't the physical planting landscape. I thought she was just going to be like the best landscaper. Right. And it's so funny that when I got to go see her firm in Des Moines, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. (laughs) You know, Uh, Jared Johnson says uh, the Burger King on Merle Hay. She gone. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That's great. Uh, Brittany Boyd said the crew at Wendy's looks like we're getting into our uh, fast food nation. Well, fast food. Let's get these kids uh, in the in the. Oh my God! Look, Nathan Hiller worked at Chuck E. Cheese. Was fired along with seven other people on the 89th day of my employment. If they kept us one more day, they'd have to tell us why they were firing us. That's the oh the probation. Yeah, bullshit. that's like a temp move in yeah. Iowa. You get hired at a place for 90 days and then boom. Uh, do you think one of the other people that got fired that day was uh, John Paul Riviera? <laughs> Might have <laughs> been. Might have been. Jackie Barron said sushi restaurant. Second oh. job, aquarium store. The, the world, world comes, comes full, full circle. circle. <laughs> Hell yeah, Jackie. Uh, Heidi Drasley said, uh, like everyone else in Iowa, detasseling. You got it. Yeah. At that, what a load of bullshit they'd sell oh, yeah. you, too. You were thinking you were going to just be rolling in the dough. It's bully. All those jobs are bullshit. Yeah. Uh, jobs are bullshit. Spencer Locke said made right. Ooh, I that's mean, a very that's Iowa a, job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these Iowa jobs, detasseling, made rights. Yeah. Kishan Gordon says he's a paper boy, just like you. Or she, I don't know, Kishan. Uh, detasseled, then for the real job at High V Bagger at 14. Worked as a desk clerk since age 10, but was cheap labor and never got paid. Damn. God damn. Uh, John Potter said Christopher's. It's a nice restaurant in Beaverdale. Okay. I like how sometimes you just get very specific to your life. Yep. It's all right. (laughs) No, that's fantastic. I just Uh like, you know. Jen Tisdale. Oh, Tisdale. Said the Maryland Renaissance Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yes. That's good. Uh, Hannah Harkness, a recent guest on the show. Uh, said receptionist at a Taekwondo school that she went to. Oh, that's cool. You know what I would do if I was a receptionist? I'd move some papers around, make it look like I'm a black belt without doing all the work. <laughs> you know? Uh huh. Katie Sorak said detasseling, of course. Uh huh. Mike Farrell was a soda jerk at Stella's. Is that Mike Holy Farrell? Holy shit. Is yeah. this the actual Mike Farrell from MASH? Mo- that's a very old job. <laughs> No, Stella's was a 50s diner. Oh, okay. So that's why. Out in uh, Clive, Iowa. Damn. A suburb of Des Moines. Yeah. And uh, their big shtick was they'd make milkshakes and then pour it on your head. Oh, yeah. Like, not the milkshake. Because it was so frozen? You'd hold a cup on your head. Yeah. Oh, cool. I like that. No, and then they'd... You know, you get a giant milkshake in the big tin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they put it into the little smaller glasses. And when they do that, they do it over your head? Yeah, yeah. Um, God damn. I thought maybe it was Mike Farrell, the guy that was on MASH. 
Uh, Natalie Ortman, pollinating corn for a pioneer. Pollinating corn, it always sounded like you were part of the process. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm well, fucking this corn. Well, you know, the bees are going away. We got to get yeah. these... 14-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Zach Kozed, the hi-ho grill. Zach Kozed. Wow. Is Zach really a DeWess? He's got to be, yeah. right? Yeah. 100%. I don't know, Zach. That's crazy. That's uh-huh. cool. Uh, Joseph Philip Tucker, Wendy's uh, with Hunt and Jeff Sieglaff. Are those some boys from your life? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, did you post this in your like graduating class? No. I told This is a hot... Everybody's getting in on this. That's right. Uh, you know? Ooh, friend of the show, Josh McLean. He said he was a tire checker at Steepleton Tire. He was 12. Just checking tires. Oh, boy. I wouldn't want that to happen. Somebody get this kid to check these fucking tires. He edited that. I want to see what it was originally said. Oh, oh yeah? okay. Never mind. I was hoping that he was like at six, and then he's like, nah, I got to be older than that. Oh, here we go. Jamie Carbone said Carboni. babysitter, but the first one I needed to fill out paperwork for was editor for a newspaper events page. Nice. That's nice. Brandon Kirkman said AMC movie theaters were, uh, I found it it was rude to slide across the concession stand desks like an action movie star while I was leaving my shift. That's fun. It might be rude. I don't know, but it's definitely badass. That was a that was a cool thing at pizza we would do is you would, you'd get water all over the floor and the pans that you'd cook like the pan pizzas in, you would run and jump on those and you could slide and it was so dangerous. But because there's a fucking oven right mm-hmm. there, but it was exhilarating when you, you know, would do well. You know what when I miss about working in the service industry? Hmm. Getting high in the walk-in cooler. Yeah, I never got high at work, but no? I I I love that job. Walk-in coolers yeah. masked the smell of it? smoke. Did you guys punch that the cooler door, the freezer door. So uh-uh. at Pizza we have a cooler, and then in the back there's like another door you open that yeah, yeah. little freezer, and we that was your you would punch it, and to the point where. When I worked there, you would people would circle where they punch yeah. and stuff. My brother, ten years before, had put huge dents in the wall because he'd punch it, and like I would like you'd almost break your hand. People would break their hands punching that door because they'd be mad or pissed off uh-huh. or something. Oof. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tracy Carnaza said uh, Sugar Bun Bakery. Uh, Morgan Lemon said uh, Morgan Lemon should have worked at the Sugar Bun Bakery. Lemon, bacon, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, assistant nursery supervisor at the Unitarian Universalist Church. That was your first job? That feels like the thing you have to go to college to be, you know? I, I, I was almost a Unitarian Universalist. That's where all the all the cool yeah. things happen. I think I went to some churches. Where it's like, hey, believe what you want to believe. Uh, today we're going to talk about Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, I get uh-huh. it. Here we go, Ed Souter. Souter, baby. Patreon, uh, big supporter of the show. Uh, he said, stock boy at Fairway Grocery. Yeah. It was an easy indoor job with guaranteed Sundays off. Love it. Love it. And plus you get to wear a nice tie that's to right. work. Oh, yeah. That's where... Wait, no. Fairway, was that where Wes used to work? No, he was a doll's boy. He worked a doll. That, yeah. I, have I talked about that on the show? Wes, I think he listens. Wes, I used to think you were famous because you, you'd you come to open mics wearing a tie. <laughs> so I thought, uh, I thought he was working the funny bones. That's and then we'd great. Be like, I'm going to go to open mics too. Uh, Keith Tilton delivering the shopper. The but shopper is the count. newspaper me and Duffy delivered. Oh, wow. So he's probably, uh, yeah. That's Keith, cool. Keith Tilton's from the neighborhood. Uh, and he also worked at Tasty Tacos, which is also from the neighborhood. Oh, man. I uh, love Charlie McMullen said video store in La Junta, Colorado. 
Uh, oh, Jason Earl folks, love oh, that motherfucker. Love me some uh, uh, Jason Earl folks. Magician for kids' birthdays parties at twelve. You think it's the same? Do you think uh, that's where uh, Hannah was a couple weeks ago? Absolutely. Hanging out at Jason's show. Absolutely. Uh, Josh McLean said, "Oh my God, what was your name?" He said, "Amazing Jason." <laughs> Love it! <laughs> oh boy, uh, That's he good. wore a cat in a hat hat with aliens on it. Oh yeah, he did. Oh man, yes he did. This is great, especially just being a little twelve-year-old fucking uh, redhead doing magic tricks. We are the four- amazing Jason. We are forty plus minutes in, and we got a hundred more. Uh, also, maybe a call from Nostra coming up. Uh, Genevieve Rice said she was a bookkeeper for her mom's printing business. Uh, used to compile accounts. Uh, and write up invoices with vaguely threatening letters. She was 13. <laughs> oh, wow. Amy Jean Disney, server at Casa Bonita, Whoa, 14. Oh, that's very cool. I've I've never been or, uh, no, but I to know the fabled it. Casa Bonita. Uh, they, they got a waterfall. That's right. Anders Lee said video store clerk. Uh, Dan Vaughn. Oh, Anders Lee, former guest. He was just on the show. Dan Vaughn was an electrician at age 16. Summer gig with his family's business. Uh, watch grown fucking men crying. Quit around me every single day. Electricians, plumbers, tenors. Uh, I was wiring while he was wiring buildings. Ended up deciding to pursue it as a career because of all the bullshit you deal with from other trades. Said not to pursue it. Oh, sorry. There is a lot of bullshit. I'm going to be honest. Halfway through that paragraph, I forgot what the job he said he had. And so what he said. Tinners? I was like, what the? I lost the plot in this sentence. Uh, tinners are the guys that I get it. Ducks. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Ryan Ream checking in. He said, hy V bottle clerk. Bottle clerk. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, but you know, hy V bottle, you know, the opposite of hy V bottle clerk? hy V bottle service. Yeah. That, you go have like a pancake, but then also they bring you wine or whatever. I like that. Uh, that sounds good. Uh, John Good, Hardy's doing everything no one else wanted to do. Uh, Han Calger, friend of the show. Uh, Michigan J. Frog for the Great Topeka Bike Race. Uh, got kicked and punched so many times. I love that, Did Han talk about that when they were on the show? That's a great gig. Yeah. Like, in a suit and everything, you assume? Hello. Well, they, they have that musical theater background. Yeah. Hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my... Ah, fuck my fucking stomach. I got hit in the stomach. Uh, Frolix, Kevin Frolix, friend of the show, said uh, Brooks Pharmacy. Uh, Jeremiah Lodice said uh, Ghetto Theme Park Ride Operator. Uh, Danielle, a uh, friend of the show, uh-huh. said Fuddruckers. Fuddrucking, right. Did you know that? Yeah. Ooh, you ever had. She was talking about it when we were back in Des Moines. Did she ever have an elk burger or anything? Yeah. Uh-uh. That's the only place I've ever but had. But she had one. a grown man threaten to beat her up. No shit. While she was serving. You should go kick that guy's ass. Yeah, I should. Yeah. I should. Because uh, he was complaining about something he didn't get. And then uh, she laughed at how dumb it was that he was like really upset. By the way, I just realized this is what, 126 or so with these fuckers in? Yeah. This is never once. My wife's never once commented on anything. Oh, oh that's great. We're almost out of here. Here we go. Oh, there we go. Travis Bales, baby. He said, same as Aston Kutcher, cereal sanitation, a.k.a. I swept up Cheerios. Whoa, look at that. Uh, yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to say, same as Ashton Kutcher. I used to fuck Demi Moore. Hey, man. Uh, that it, works. It, he says, same as Ashton Kutcher, parentheses, and, uh, you know, also uh, Bruce Willis. Lindsay Lin- Goldwert. Mm-hmm. She said, teen summer travel company. I answered the phone. That's cool. Uh, that, for teens? I, that's what I'm curious. I think she was maybe for like uh, uh, 
do you remember all those college travel agencies? Those aren't there? teens. College is teen? Ni- okay. 18, 19? Maybe. All right. Or do you think she was a teen and it was a summer travel company? I think it's a I think it's a thing, like where it's like sixteen year olds get deals. Nice. SBA travel and stuff. Oh, here we go. Uh, Joan LaRosa Doyle. Oh, Patreon. She said Culver's, yum yum. Mm, oh yeah. Uh, also, hey, uh Joan, you're uh Wisconsin's showing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh Kelly Trapnell, uh friend of the show, great uh fucking writer. Uh, currently based in New Mexico, marrying a friend of the show. Great writer. Sounds like she's a great writer. Oh, horseback riding instructor. I, I, Kelly's fantastic. Uh, for the listeners, if you don't know, Kelly is uh, engaged to a friend of the show, Sarah Kennedy, mm-hmm. from the Xena episode, also from her own episode. Uh, and uh, I, Kelly, we went to that, our friend Emily got married, and Chris, uh, we went to the wedding, and I have, every conversation I've ever had with Kelly has been better than the next. She's so interesting. She's a great writer. She's great. I don't know. Fucking love it. We should have had her on the show. We'll get her on the show when she comes back. Uh, but goddamn, I'm going to hit refresh real quick and see if Hell we... Yeah. Did we get anything else in no, the last... I, nope, I, we're good. I killed it. That's, oh, I that's hit right. It. That's right. From everybody uh, but us. So goddamn... But damn, we did a great job. I, I feel like I should call Nasser one more time and see if he got an answer, you know? Oh, I got... Um, oh, no, yeah. Well, let's see what he has to say. Okay. First. Um... Because I got the plot right you, here. And if it's he doesn't, like, hey, if he it's doesn't, only, it's listen, only like two and a half paragraphs. If he doesn't know, you can tell him. Mm-hmm. All right, we're calling again. Come on, Nasser, you're on live air. How, how embarrassing. You'd think at least Zeke would pick up his cat. Boy, this is rough. <sighs> You've reached Nasser Khan. I'm not in right now, but please leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Okay. Thanks and have a great day. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Nasser, the story tells of a prince who wants to marry a princess but is having difficulty finding a suitable wife. Something is always wrong with those he meets, and he cannot be certain they are real princesses because they have had they have bad table manners or they are too fat or thin. That's problematic. Or not beautiful. So is that. One stormy night, a young woman drenched with rain seeks shelter in the prince's castle. She claims to be a princess, so the prince's mother decides to test their unexpecting, unwitting guest by placing a pea in the bed she is offered for the night, covered by huge mattresses and 20 feather beds. In the mo- in the morning, the guest tells... Hold on. <laughs> Shut up for a second. <laughs> in the morning, the guest tells her host that she endured a sleepless night, kept awake by the something hard in the bed that she is certain has bruised her. The prince rejoices. A huge wedding takes place in the palace. The prince couldn't believe that he found his true princess. Only a real princess would have the sensitivity to feel a pee through such a quantity of bedding. So the two are married. The story ends with the pee being placed in a museum where, according to the story, it can still be seen today unless someone has removed it. What a dumb story. <laughs> it gets, it's still there today, you know, unless, of course, somebody fucking... Re- okay, well, thanks a lot, Nasser. Uh, we just wanted to make sure you got the answer. Uh, Reem, go ahead and say goodbye. Goodbye, Nasser.
Also, uh, I'm glad we got to tell him that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, goodbye, Nasser. Now I'm, I'm glad we got to tell all the NFers. People were fucking really curious. Yeah. Uh, princess and the people. Uh, goddamn. Now, why don't you tell these people where they can find you on the internet, buddy? Oh shit! You can find me at Reemcore. R e m k o r e. You got that? Uh, just type that into the things, uh, and you'll get dumb, stupid puns. Uh, also, uh, check out House of Bricks comedy. Fuck yeah! Second Friday of every month, me, Gideon, Michael Good, bringing some of our favorite comedians to you. It's free. Hell it's yeah! At the Pine Box. It's always good. It's a good time. Uh, fantastic. Uh, listeners, you can find me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-E-S-T-I-E. Uh, PatrickHasty.com for all upcoming shows and dates. Uh, let's see. God damn it. I believe this weekend I will be at the Hoot Nanny Comedy Festival in Worcester, Massachusetts. Uh, so please come to that. Also, Jackknife Comedy is this Saturday in, uh, in New York City. Uh, it's going to be hosted by friends of the show, Emily Winter and Ben Katzner. Uh, let's see, Wednesday, uh, October 9th, my new show, Lookers, starts at Branded Saloon. Ooh. So if you're in Brooklyn, go to Lookers. Uh, it'll be so good. Uh, and then we're going to be back in the show. Coming up in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be doing a bunch of new, um, uh, I guess we're not going to really be doing Twitch streams. Maybe we will, but we're going to be doing a bunch of video game stuff with our friend David Citric. Uh, that'll go on the Patreon. So if you haven't already, get on the Patreon, give us a dollar, give us $5, give us $1,000, whatever you want to do. Uh, buy a t-shirt, leave us an iTunes review, uh, tell a friend, just tell a friend about the podcast, uh, go point out one of the better episodes, you know, uh, let's see, what do we got, we got a Bronwyn was a good one, uh, -huh. uh Chalet was, was a good one, uh, you know, a fun size, ooh, like the, what was our best fun size, uh, well, uh Oregon like Trail was good, 64, uh, Snack Bracket, Snack Bracket, yeah, pass those along to somebody, tell them, be like, hey, check Gremlins this shit out, Gremlins 2, Gremlins 2 is a great Short one, Short Circuit 2, Short Circuit 2 is a lot, uh, <laughs> maybe don't let them know about the uh, Math Blaster one from a couple that debacle uh, that was a little rough. I don't know. I, it's I, actually pretty good. Yeah, I did like it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I had a blast making it. Ooh. I, uh, also, I thought those were all cum jokes. 100%. Who, who was it that tweeted it at? Mike? Yeah. Mike Hans or something? I think so. Yeah. I was like, I thought the whole thing, our whole show was just a big cum joke. Yeah. Ah, oh, boy. Listen, listen, the podcast is great. Uh, tell your friends, be cool. Never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Also, uh, support the sponsors. Welcome to Brain Machine Network dot com.